This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. Final segment here of the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus, talking recruiting now as we wrap up the show, Nate. And, um, boy, no game this weekend. It sure would be nice to go out and go for these Husker coaches to get a chance to go um, see some kids in person. And, and, you know, we're closing in, Nate, on a month away from that December signing day. And how scary do you think it is for a coach, an evaluation staff, um, to not really have seen any of these guys – in a camp setting for the most part, or even a game setting, a PE class setting, a weight room setting. Um, I mean, this this recruiting class, when it's all said and done, there's going to be so many misses one way or the other. Well, yeah, that's one thing. When uh, In the spring, I did kind of a, a confidential um, you know, quiz, if you will, or, or survey, if you will, with, uh, with a lot of different coaches. I think it was like 20 coaches between – um, all levels of football from you know from power five all the way down to junior college and that's the one thing nearly all of them told me is that this year there are going to be more busts um, than ever before but there are also going to be some you know more opportunity to find you know the the diamonds in the rough than maybe ever before as well uh, because there might be some more local kids that you uh, that you've been able to see more than anybody else or that you've got a better connection with uh, or an in with their coach or whatever uh, that no one else is really going to you know, uncover. And so um, it's going to be really interesting to, to look back at this recruiting class, I think, you know, four or five years from now and see, you know, how just how well each staff did in in their initial evaluations because you're right there's been no spring evaluation period where coaches have been able to go out and see these guys in person Uh, there's been no camps there's been um, no opportunity to go out into the schools in the fall or or see any playoff games in the fall or whatever and so um, you know it's it's really gonna I think be a separator um, you know a couple years down the road this recruiting class just uh, you know based off of how well each staff is able to actually evaluate off just off of film alone you're listening here to the Husker online show Sean Callahan Nate Klaus what is your sense I mean what is Nebraska trying to do right now are they really moving some pieces for 22 are they trying to finish these final few pieces for 21 I mean what is your sense the fi- the primary focus for this staff is at this point yeah primary focus for this staff right now is defensive line because that's that's the one position that they have zero commits for at this point in the game and and uh, although I think there are uh, there are a handful of players uh, you know along the defensive line whether they're defensive ends or nose tackles that they're in on and so um, you know I, I still think that we're going to see at least two maybe three three uh, defensive linemen added to the class but um, you know I also get the sense that that they're they're going to be you know selective um, you know at, at some of those other positions you know whether it's it's um, you know the opportunity to take um, you know a, maybe a difference maker at linebacker or a difference maker at, at defensive back or maybe wait until you know that 2022 and, and maybe try to forge a, a, a relationship or or whatever um, you know and, and kind 
kind of go all in on a guy that they absolutely love for 2022, but because there aren't very many 2021s left out there that, that they uh, feel really good about. And so I think that's kind of the crossroads that we're going to see here or where they're at right now is um, do we do we continue to try to uncover guys or, or recruit guys that maybe were in the middle of our board, uh, you know, a month or two ago that, that you know, after things, after players have fallen off, they've, they've kind of climbed up? Or do we go all in on guys for 2022 that we absolutely love? And, and so, or um, do we explore, do we hold a couple spots back for, for the transfer portal? Uh, I do think that's, that's going to be something to, to watch closely here too. So um, it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, kind of how these last few pieces fall together because they're at 19 commits now. And uh, I still do think that we'll see, you know, probably at least three or four commits uh, coming uh, out of the high school ranks here, you know, here in the next month or month or two, probably. True or false, we will see unofficial visits on campus by March 1st. Ooh, by March 1st. Um, I will say... I'll say true because I want it to <laughs> I'm trying to but, speak it into existence here. I mean, January and February, I think we both can agree that's not happening. No, that's not going to happen. Because they're just not going to give anybody an advantage for 21. Yep. I mean, 21 is just going to be a big crap sandwich for everybody, and they just got to deal with it. Like, you're not going to have anybody on campus. Because, like, a team like Al, some teams that would wait, like in Alabama, or somebody that could hold off and wait to February to sign more guys. Yep they could almost take advantage of it if they allowed, let's say, January visitors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, it, I, yeah, March 1st to me seems about like the best-case scenario right now. Yeah, I think it probably is the best-case scenario. Um, you know, I, I know there's still recruits out there that are uncommitted in this 2021 class that are holding out hope that the NCAA will lift the recruiting dead period, you know, after December 31st uh, because right now that's what it's – that's what it's extended or been extended out to, but I just I don't see that happening whatsoever. Um, and and so, yeah, the best hope right now is that for the 2022 class that those guys will be able to start taking unofficial visits um, in March, and then official visits would would start up for those guys in in April on April 1st. So, um, but even then, you know, I'm, I'm still kind of on the fence whether or not that that's going to be a possibility or not for a lot of these guys. Yeah, and you just think about players Nebraska lost out on by not getting him onto campus. I look, Terrence Lewis is one. I know um, he's committed to Tennessee, uh, but just guys like that. I mean, you, Nebraska has no chance if they can't get a kid like that on campus. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of guys. I mean, for that that spring game visitor list was shaping up to be really really big. Um, you know, with a lot of a lot of big name players on it and. Um, you know, and a lot of them, I know, say what you want about, you know, how things have transpired with a lot of the, the Florida recruits Nebraska's gotten lately, but a lot of them were going to be coming from, from that Miami area, um, you know, the South Miami area. And, and, um, and who knows, had those guys been able to, to get on campus and, and see the spring game and um, maybe, you know, if Nebraska was able to gain a commitment or two out of, out of that group that was supposed to be coming up, maybe it, it keeps, you know, Jaden Francois around or, or, you know, um, you know, some of these more, some of these other Florida kids uh, around a little bit more, keeps them more engaged. I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, there's, there's been a ton of players, a ton of prospects from all across the country, whether you're talking Florida, Texas, California, or anywhere in between that uh, wanted to visit, but weren't able to, and, and have now committed, uh, most of which have committed to, uh, to schools a little closer to home. 
Nate, I've heard this theory, and I don't know. I'd be curious your take on it, that Nebraska, you know, when you talk about a South Florida kid, they may kind of steer them away from being early enrollees now just because bringing those kids up here in January, especially with what we dealt with this year, I think it was a wake-up call um, just in general. Um, the, the risk is far worth far far more than the reward in those situations. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I think that – you know, bringing in, I mean, it's always kind of, it's always kind of risky bringing a, a South Florida kid in for an official visit in, in December or, or, you know, later. Um, but then you're, you're asking these kids to move uh, halfway across the country when, when theoretically they should be, you know, uh, getting geared up for, for, uh, you know, track practice back home or, or thinking about who they're going to ask to prom. And, and now all of a sudden they're starting, starting college halfway across the country. And, and January and February are like the worst months in, in the, the Nebraska winter. And so these kids are thrown into um, just, just the, the worst part. A lot part. of them don't have winter coats that, yeah, that well, Kevin. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, they get all that, they get, they get all that gear from, from the uh, so they give them park They give them a parka type oh, yeah, of jacket. They, yeah, they get, they get a ton of stuff, um, you know, parka type jackets and, and they get all geared out gloves, whatever. But, um, you're still, I mean, that's just, you want to talk about a shock to the system. Um, they're leaving, you know, Miami where it's probably 80, yeah, 65, maybe on a cold, on a cold day. And then you're getting thrown into, you know, your windshield below zero and, and nothing but, you know, blowing wind and, and ice and whatever. And so, um, that is is most definitely a culture shock. Nothing so. was worse when it was so cold that you would walk through and, um, Andrews Hall, the English College, just to walk through the hallway instead of the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Then you'd go down the stairs and cross a sidewalk and go back in the next building. I think it was called Burwell Hall. Yeah, I think so. And you would just—it was so windy and cold by those buildings that you would walk through buildings just to not walk outside. Yeah, yeah just to avoid <laughs> being outside for for just a couple minutes. Yeah. And imagine, and we grew up in Nebraska, imagine being from Miami and, and be just being thrown into that. And, uh, you know, I mean, some kids are, are able to handle it, but I mean, it is most definitely a shock to the system. So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if going forward, a lot of these, you know, Florida or even any type of warm weather uh, recruit that, that is potentially a, a mid-year enrollee if they go ahead and, and kind of delay that out uh, until May. All right, lots to follow here over the weekend. Um, Nate, Greg uh, Peterson, and Blake Arney are going to have full high school coverage of playoff games. So uh, make sure you log on, and obviously uh, we'll get you ready here for Nebraska Northwestern a week from Saturday. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.